why do you think this verse is repeated over and over again? The same ayah. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانَ What's the reason behind repetition? What do you think? Pardon? Okay. Emphasis of what? Okay. It's a reminder of gratitude. That after every blessing we are reminded, which blessings will you deny? As in, won't you be grateful? So the purpose of the repetition is to firstly make us recognize every single one of these blessings. Because very often, we are surrounded by blessings, but we don't see them. We don't recognize them. And if we cannot recognize them, then how can we be grateful? So we are made to recognize the blessings over here. As Allah says in Surah Najmah 55, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكَ تَتَمَارَى Which blessings of your Lord will you doubt? You have doubt? Look around, look at this. Won't you be grateful for this? Won't you be grateful for that? Another reason is that when we are being told again and again, which blessings of your Lord will you deny? What's the message? Be grateful. The purpose of saying this is to tell us that we should be grateful. And in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 69, Allah says, فَذْكُرُوا آلَاءَ اللَّهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Remember the Allah of Allah in order that you may be successful. So we are being taught gratitude over here. And we might feel that, oh, the idea of repeating a verse again and again, what's the point of it? This is also a style all right, of speech, of eloquence. In some situations, eloquence means brevity, being very brief. And in other situations, eloquence means repetition. Okay, the question is how can we be grateful for all of these things? You tell me. How? Yes? Okay, by taking care of the blessings that you've been given? Yes? Okay. How can you be grateful for the blessing of the fruits that you eat or the sun that you see or the time that you have? Sada? Yes. Yes? I mean, if you think about it, in this surah, we're being made to recognize the blessings. Look at this, and look at this, and realize this, and realize that. Recognition itself is a form of gratitude. Because where is recognition? This realization of blessing is where? In the heart. And shukr is also with the qalb. So seeing, recognizing, appreciating, this is part of gratitude too. And we must do that. Sometimes we become so busy in our lives you know, one thing after the other that we overlook, we don't take the time to feel grateful. We don't. And we need to do that. You know, yesterday, some of you may have noticed that I disappeared after class. The reason was that I had a final exam at 2 o'clock. Alright? Now, how often is it that you have an exam on a Saturday? And I couldn't change it because I'm not Jewish. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> One of the only reason if you could change your exam day was if you had a religious reason. I didn't have a religious reason. I didn't have work at that time. I couldn't come up with any reason. I couldn't move it. It was at 2 o'clock. And you can imagine my state since the past week. How am I going to do it? Because after all, it's Surah Qamar. And it's not an hour-long class. It's two, two hours plus. And then I had to go all the way to the exam center 
it was going to take me time and then I had to review and I had to study and you can imagine and I, I'm taking these exams after 10 years away from school. You know, you have to relearn many of those things. So you can imagine my state and alhamdulillah when I was sitting in the exam, you know, I just took a moment and I was thinking about how perfect it was that I had Quran class before my exam. And a class in which we were doing Surat Qamar. وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِذِكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرِ Quran is easy, don't stress out. Honestly, if I didn't have the class, I don't know how I would be. Seriously. I think I would be having serious stress problems. All right? This is also a blessing of Allah. We don't see Allah's blessings. That how when things are apparently extremely difficult, in that is also a blessing. When things are beyond your control, in that is also a blessing. It's a blessing. So take time to appreciate. Why is it that we are taught adhkar in the morning and adhkar in the evening? Of tasbih and hamd in the morning and in the evening. Why? So that we can feel grateful. Take time. Assalamu alaikum. Um, there's always bless. There's also blessing and hardships that we don't realize. Um, I was listening to an example recently. In '97, uh, during the Hajj season, there was a like a very dangerous, like a fire that had broken out in the camps. Someone I knew was actually there for Hajj that year, and um, they got really sick while they were in the Haram, so they got delayed in their journey to the camp and the tent. And I remember them telling me that, oh, we paid for it and we were so stressed how we weren't getting a campsite and, um, you know, how it was very unfair that even though we'd paid for it, we were losing out on it. And so they were very frustrated, but they had to camp like higher up on the hill and a family was willing to share for them. And they were telling me how that same night they looked over the camp to see the fire in the places that they would have originally gotten the campsite in. But because they were delayed because of it, they weren't, you know, they were saved from that. Exactly. You see, gratitude can only come if we realize that our Lord is Ar-Rahman. Meaning He is always merciful in everything He does, everything He decides, everything He commands. So there is nothing happens in my life except that it is from Allah's mercy. It is from Allah's mercy. So then there is no need to stress out. No need to freak out because I am enveloped by Allah's Rahmah. My Rabb is Ar-Rahman. And it's the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, that gives us hope. That in no situation should we ever feel that there's no reason to continue, or it's just too difficult. It's all over. No, Ar-Rahman. This is something that should bring us shukr. Um, Salaam Just to answer the sister's question about how can we be grateful, I just want to share something quickly. Um, before, when I used to work, university and work was my life. It was from home, university, then home to bus to my office and back to bus. And everything was and just going like that. Yeah, and then weekend in Al-Huda. So it was back and forth. It didn't give me any second to even think. And then as soon as I got married, my office moved. I moved. So I stopped. I quit working because the commute was too long. And just when I quit working, it was the winter, winter followed by summer. And summer, I was like, Wow, this world is so green. SubhanAllah. And then I realized it's because I used to work and I was so busy. Even on the subways, I would read Quran, but I wouldn't reflect, you know. Uh, it's because I didn't give myself the minute to even think outside of where 
my circle outside of what I was in outside of my work outside of my life I didn't even look at the sky I would just look at the sky and be like okay tomorrow I have a presentation to make and this and that but you know after marriage after when I had ultimately nothing to do I would then look at the trees and I, and I was like oh my god this leaf is so big yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that you know you only need that time I'm just saying I'm just giving you my example yes. so that you all can think about that yes we are busy life goes on but we shouldn't forget about reflecting and we should actually look at each and everything and really think that this is a truly blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yes make time to feel and recognize and appreciate Allah's blessings assalamu alaikum uh, recently there was a for fire in an emirates airways flight that landed in dubai and uh, to all the 282 people on board i don't know the exact number they all were saved and uh, one man he missed his flight only because his wife started to be very sick on the flight and then he tried to travel with his son and the son was just crying for the mother so he was forced to get off and he said that if i was on that flight i would not have been saved because i have a knee problem and i couldn't move like the others like everybody had to s- slide out i mean Within even seconds. yeah even yes. though he's not a muslim I was just thinking, look at the mercy of Allah that how He was saved by just not being on that flight. I mean, if we believe in Allah as Ar-Rahman, then there is always a reason to be grateful. Then we will see Allah's blessings only everywhere around us. Also, we have to count the blessing of uh, the family, you know, your family, your husband, your children, they're with you, and you feel like it's okay, they're with, like you take it normal, but... One of my friends, she was telling me when her husband died, she said, I didn't know the blessing of husband until I lose him. When he died, I know how I was blessed. Subhanallah, instead we say that we have to appreciate now before we lose him. Yes. A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim Kullu man alayha fan. Everyone upon it, meaning upon the earth, will perish. This is the reality of everything that we've been given. That eventually... It will end. It will go away. So before it goes away, before we are gone, let's show some gratitude. Fanin. Fana. Fana is to pass away, to perish, to cease to exist. So everything on this earth is going to end. It is going to cease to exist. It's going to perish. In Surah Qasas, Ayah 88, Allah says, كُلُّ شَيْءٍ هَالِكٌ إِلَّا وَجْهَهُ Everything will be destroyed, it will die, except wajhahu, his face. The sky is mentioned over here. What will happen to the sky? إِذَا السَّمَاءٌ فَطَرَتْ The sky will be split asunder. The stars are mentioned over here. وَإِذَا النُّجُومٌ كَذَرَتْ They will be scattered. The earth is mentioned over here. كَلَّا إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكَّنْ دَكَّا It will be pounded and turned to powder. The seas are mentioned. مَرَجَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ What will happen to the seas? وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ What will happen to the mountains? وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ What will happen to the creatures? وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ All of this zina, all of this worldly adornment will come to an end. As Allah says in Surah Kahf, إِنَّا جَعَلْنَا مَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ زِينَةً لَهَا This is all adornment of this world. Why? It's a test that أَيُّهُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Which person does good? In his actions. وَإِنَّا لَجَاعِلُونَ مَا عَلَيْهَا صَعِيدًا جُرُوزًا And all of this is going to turn into a plain level 
barren ground. So all this is temporary. Who is eternal? It is Allah. Who is it that we should live for then? Who is it that we should run towards? Ar-Rahman. Wa And it will remain. Wajhu Rabbik. The face of your Lord. Who is your Lord? He is Dhul Jalali Wal Ikram. He is one of majesty and honor. Dhul Jalal. He has Dhu, possessor meaning one having. He has Al Jalal. And he also has Ikram. Meaning he has the attribute of Jalal and Ikram. And in his actions also, there is Jalal and Ikram. Jalal, what does Jalal mean? Sublimity, alama, when something or someone is great, high in rank. So in his attributes, in his actions, he is glorious. He is majestic. None is above him and greater than him. Well, ikram, ikram, honor, noble, one who is generous, one who gives. Dhul jalali wal ikram, he is the owner of majesty and honor. The one who is deserving of praise and respect and obedience and glory. Not that he should be disobeyed. Not that he should be shown ingratitude to. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ So which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? Your Lord is so generous and honorable. Aren't you going to be grateful for that? Allah is who? ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ I mean, Allah's attributes are such that we should be grateful. Now this is why some scholars would say that I would not want that my parents should be my judge on the day of judgment. No. I want Allah to be my judge. Because Allah is Ar-Rahman. My parents may love me, but they don't have as much mercy as Allah has. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? يَسْأَلُهُ He asks him, مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Whoever that is in the skies and the earth. Meaning every creature asks him. Asks him for what? For the fulfillment of their needs. We may wonder over here, some people never make dua. They never worship. They don't even believe in God. But Allah says, يَسْأَلُهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Yes. Because remember, سُؤَال is in two ways. Su'al is through words and it is also through hal. It is through maqal and it is through hal. It is through what a person says, may I please have this? Can I please have this? Can you give this to me? This is one type of su'al. And another type of su'al is the state, the condition that a person is in. The condition. Because when you will see them in that condition, you know what they need. And then you give it to them. Right? And the more generous and the more kind-hearted and the more merciful you are, the more you will give them. Correct? Who is Allah? Ar-Rahman. So everything and everyone asks Him, meaning it depends on Him, needs Him. Everyone needs Allah, whether they admit it or they don't admit it. كُلَّ يَوْمٍ Every day. هُوَ فِي شَأْن He is in a شَأْن A new شَأْن What is شَأْن? A situation, a matter. So كُلَّ يَوْمٍ هُوَ فِي شَأْن Meaning every day he is bringing about a new matter. And this is what we see in this life. Change is something that is permanent. Right? It is constant. That's the only thing, change. 
That is permanent. Meaning everything keeps changing. Who is changing it? Allah is changing it. Every day He's bringing about a new matter. Providing, decreeing, creating, giving life, causing death. Every day we see so many changes. Who's providing this entire creation? Allah is. So let's ask Him. وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُ دُعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ What does this also teach us about Allah? Allah doesn't need a break. Every day He's bringing about a new matter. And this also teaches us that we must never despair. Never give up hope. Why? Because this universe is constantly changing. So if we are in one state today, tomorrow it will be different. You understand? If today we are in a certain condition, tomorrow that condition will be different. I mean, when it's the middle of winter... And every day we see minus 18, minus 20, snow, ice storm, rain. Where does that go? It seems to be never ending. But eventually it goes away. And then summer comes. And then we start worrying about the plus 25 and the plus 30 and the plus 35. And then one heat wave after the other. Every day Allah brings about so many changes. So never lose hope. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ And you see so many things are changing constantly. I mean, just think about the changes that are happening within your body. Every single moment. Every single millisecond. Think about the neurons. You know, think about the changes that are happening in your brain. The movement that's happening within your body. How? Why? كُلَّ يَوْمٍ هُوَ فِي شَأْنٍ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ سَنَفْرُغُ لَكُمْ We will attend to you أَيُّهَا الثَّقَلَانِ O you two burdens. سَنَفْرُغُ لَكُمْ سَنَفْرُغُ from فَرَاغ فَرَاغَيْنِ What does فَرَاغ mean? It's the opposite of اشتغال. اشتغال is to be occupied with something and فَرَاغ is the opposite of that meaning to be unoccupied. Now, remember that it's used in two ways. One is that a person has faragh from shul, meaning he becomes free from some occupation. He was very busy and now he's free. Like you know, you're very busy until you have your exam and then you feel like, I'm free for one evening or for one day. Right? That is the state of faragh. And then you're like, okay, now I can do things that I couldn't do before. So you catch up on them. This is a weakness. That... One thing preoccupied you so much that you couldn't do anything else. Alright, this is weakness. And Allah is above any weakness. There is another type of faragh, which is to make something the focus of your attention. Meaning you attend to it. Not because you weren't able to before, but because this is the time that you had set for it. So سَنَفْرُغُ لَكُمْ This doesn't mean that Allah is too busy right now and He's not able to bring about the judgment. No. It's because He has set a time for that day. This is a threat. سَنَفْرُغُ لَكُمْ It's as if we're being told, your turn is coming soon. سَنَفْرُغُ لَكُمْ أَيُّهَا الثَّقَلَانِ الثَّقَلَانِ The two burdens, who is it referring to? The men and jinn. ثَقَل is to be heavy. Why heavy? Why burden? Because firstly, we are like a burden on this earth. And if you think about it, as long as man doesn't touch a certain part of the earth, that part of the earth is beautiful. As soon as we come there, we become a burden. We pollute it, we destroy it, disturb the balance, etc., etc. Right? And another way in which 
ثقل or ثقلان why because we are burdened with the amana remember surah al-ahzab we are burdened with the amana with the trust with free will فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ This free will you have, this time you have, to do what you want, to work hard, this is also a blessing. يَا مَعْشَرَ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنسِ O company of jinn and men, مَعْشَرْ عَيْنْ شِينْرَى Group. O group of jinn and men, إِنْ اسْتَطَعْتُمْ If you are able, أَنْ that تَنْفُذُوا You pass beyond. مِنْ أَقْطَارِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ From the regions, the borders of the skies and the earth. Then, فَنْفُذُ Then, pass, meaning, give it a try. تَنْفُذُ From the root letters, نُونْ فَاذَال نُفُوذ And نُفُوذ is to pierce, to go through something, pass through something. Meaning, there's a had, there is a limit, and نُفُوذ is to pass through it, to go to the other side. Aqtar, plural of the word qutr, which is used for a region, zone. Alright. We have learned min aqtariha earlier. And it's also used for boundaries. So if you are able to go beyond the boundaries of the skies and the earth, fanfudu, then go ahead, try to pass, la tanfuduna, you will not be able to pass illa bi sultan except by sultan. What does it mean? Firstly, what this means is, if you can try to escape this universe, try. And you know what? No matter how far you go, no matter how much you run, no matter what you convert into, you will still go into where? Bi sultan. Into Allah's sultan. Meaning you will always be in Allah's kingdom. You can never run away from Allah's kingdom. Alright? This is one meaning. Because no matter where you go, where are you? Where are you? In Allah's creation. If you say, I'm going to go beyond the seven heavens, I want to find a way out of this universe. Out of this universe, somehow. Escape Allah's plan. So that I don't have to show up on the day of judgment. I want to run away. Can you run away? No matter where you run away, no matter what happens to you, you will always be where? Illa bi sultan, you will be in sultan, meaning Allah's sultan, his kingdom. Like the person who was so afraid that he told his children, when I die, burn me. And those ashes, wait for a windy day, then go by the sea, and then blow the ashes. Why did he do that? Allah caused the ashes to come back together, right? And Allah asked him, why did you do that? The man said, out of your fear. Oh Allah. Out of Allah's fear. He was too afraid to even face Allah. Allah says, لا تنفذون إلا بسلطان You cannot escape. You cannot run away. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Another meaning of tanfudu, it is said that تَعْلَمُوا You want to learn. If you want to learn and find out about what is in the heavens and the earth, then find out. No. And no matter what you find out, it's going to be by Sultan, meaning Allah Sultan. His idhn, His permission. Yursalu alaykuma. It will be sent upon you. Shuwalun. A flame, minnarin of fire. Wanuhasun and smoke. Fala tantasiran. Then you will not be able to defend yourselves. If you try to escape the limits that Allah has set for you, like the limits in the sky that Allah has set for you, 
then what will happen? You try to escape, you try to overstep those boundaries, something will be sent on you. And what is that? Shuwalv. Shuwalv, shinwalva is used for pure fire. Minnadin of fire, wa nuhasun. Nuhas, nun hasin. Nuhas is used for molten brass or copper, which is red in color. And this word is also used for thick smoke. Because that is what smoke looks like, dense. So a flame of fire and smoke is going to be sent on you. Then you will not be able to defend yourselves. You won't be able to get away. We learned that the jinn, they tried to go up and eavesdrop over here the conversations of the angels. What do we learn in Surah Hijr? Ayah 17 and 18. min kulli shaytanir rajim. إِلَّا مَنْ اِسْتَرَقَ السَّمْعَ فَأَتْبَعَهُ شِهَابٌ مُبِينٌ Any shaytan that goes up there, tries to listen, then he is, he is hit. By what? شِهَابٌ مُبِينٌ Flame. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانٌ This is also a blessing. What is a blessing? That we have these limits, that we cannot go beyond. فَإِذَا انشَقَّتِ السَّمَاءُ and when the sky will be split open, فَكَانَتْ Then it will become وَرُدَةً Rose-colored, كَدِّهَانْ Like oil. On the day of judgment, what's going to happen? The sky will split open. In شِقَاق When شَقَّ الْقَمَرْ Same word, split open. فَكَانَتْ وَرُدَةً Warda is used for a rose. But not just the rose flower, but also anything that is rose-colored. Rose-colored, reddish. So the word is used to describe tanned leather. Or it's used to describe a horse whose color has become very dark because of the heat of the summer. Constantly being in the sun, so the color has become very tanned. And dihan dalhanun tumbitu bidduhni. Surat Mu'minun, we learned about the olive. Duhn, oil. right? So dihan, oil. So wardatan dihan. The sky will change its color. It'll be like red, like oil. Just imagine, red burning oil. How frightening it will be. In Surah An-Shiqaq, Ayah 1, Allah says, إِذَا السَّمَاءٌ شَقَّتْ The sky will burst open. It will open with gates. It will open up and gates will emerge. And who will come? Angels will come. As in Surah Furqan, Ayah 25, we learn, وَيَوْمَ تَشَقَّقُ السَّمَاءُ بِالْغَمَامِ وَنُزِّلَ الْمَلَائِكَةُ تَنْزِيلًا The angels will come. And the color of the sky will change. In Surah Ma'arij, Ayah 8, Allah says, يَوْمَ تَكُونُ السَّمَاءُ كَالْمُهْلِ And here, فَكَانَتْ وَرْدَةً كَالْدِّهَانِ In a hadith in Musnad Ahmad, we learn, that the Prophet ﷺ said on the day of judgment, when people will be resurrected, the sky will rain fire on them. Meaning it will appear as if fire is going to fall from the sky. Aren't you grateful for this blue sky? How many blessings are you enjoying? That is the day when you'll be asked about these blessings. ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ يَوْمَئِذٍ عَنِ النَّعِيمِ Let's listen to the recitation. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانْ وَيَبْقَى وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ 